Hi. Episode eight. Episode eight. Episode eight. We're back, baby. And guess what? As you're looking at this, you're probably thinking, well, they put out two videos very quickly, two episodes. And you're right. We did. We are back to back, baby. Back to back weeks of the podcast. Hell don't get yeah. You, don't get used to it. <laughs> yeah, we had we had we had shocks of inspiration and we wanted to record ASAP. So here ASAP, we are. And and for me, it's ASAP Ferg, you know. Oh, oh man. I, I was re-listening to I was listening, re-listening to Trap Lord after you sent it to me. And dude, that album goes so stupid, stupid fucking hard. hard. It it is so good. It is <sighs> so and I and it, the funny part was is that I was uh dropping off something that this girl i was seeing we we ended things and i was like dropping it off uh it was like fucking soap or something and then all i remember was i put on fucking dumped up and all i heard and all i was like in the car like i just fucked your bitch i just fucked your bitch and i was like hey like whipping yeah, down the highway yeah. with this thing i was so in it yeah. and i was like put in work mm. yeah put him in i the was dirt. I was going to, I had to be, I had to be at work this morning at like 6 a.m. All right. So like I had to be at work for inventory at 6 a.m. And first song I put on when I got in the car was Shaba. And oh, like, so I'm just good. in my car, just like Shaba, Shaba Sha, ranks, Shaba, Shaba Sha, Sha, ranks, Rikes. just going, just watching the sunrise and just going too fucking hard oh, at 530 in the morning, man. It was awesome. Oh, it was so I, good. Uh, but yes, uh, shout out ASAP Ferg. Trap Lord, that song yeah. or that record is got to be one of the best trap records ever. ASAP Ferg walked so that trap music could run and like so that Playboy Cardi could run. Like that, like the beginning of trap music, in my opinion, starts in that early 2010 era, like with ASAP 100%. Mob and Ferg and Rocky and like all those guys for fucking sure. Yeah. And I think the best part about it, and I was, we were texting about this, but. You know, there's something different though about it. Like there, the sounds that on that record that you know, just it, it wasn't really in rap music. Like there's a lot of instruments on there that are used on beats in that that you're just kind of like, yeah, that works. But also, what is that? You know, that's it's, not just a synth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's not just a you know a guitar or like something. That's like yeah. something different. And the yeah. samples are different. And so that's why right. I'm like, this record is fucking awesome and the beats are just this so this the sample work on asap berg's trap lord is exceptional and the baseline the production like the the quality of the baselines and the crisp Unreal. production is exceptional on that Unreal. record it's absolutely amazing like that's the one thing aside from just the iconic samples in shah and uh the work remix work. Like apart from the samples in those just being absolutely iconic, just the whole record is just got the most, per, just the crispiest bass lines. It's just, it's masterful work. It really is. It is masterful. Agreed. Agreed. The, that, what is that? 2013? I think that came out, right? Yeah. Something like that. That sounds right. 2013, 2014. That's, it's an unbelievable record. And the best part, it was right when we were in college. So, yeah. you know, it's just like, oof. Yes. Among, I just one of my favorite one of my favorite verses in that track is Flocka put him in the dirt push comes to shovel we gonna put him in the earth Trinidad maniac with an all grown horse like that shit 
just goes so his flow fucking is hard. so good it's so good push it's comes awesome. to shovel we gonna put him in the dirt that is like <laughs> the most low-key hard fucking line like i low-key hard verse like i've ever heard in my life push comes to sh- just like the play on word with the shove and shovel yeah absolutely brilliant oh it's so good agreed mm-hmm. very much agreed. what if well what if we do this hurdle and uh and it's like asap ferg what if it's like work or shop i honestly if it is uh i will shave my head i'm gonna just i'm gonna oh, shit. Okay. i'll shave my head all right okay. so i i want to just another i want to preface this hurdles right here is yep. that uh we are still 100 percent uh you can 100%. see on my screen right now we are one for one according to my computer's version of this so yes i want to point that out there all right here we go let's do it Oh no! You if you don't know this fucking <laughs> oh my god! All right, that's the, First, yeah, that's oh, you know what fuck. this puts this puts in a very good place right now. You know, I read a comment uh, okay. the other day that said something about like, and this was one of our older videos. This wasn't. I'll get to another comment after I answer this hurdle, but there was something that somebody said like, "Man, th- I wish there was a rock song that you guys would post on here." Yeah, and I was like, you know what? I hear you. I get it. Well, guess fucking what? You thought, Hurdle, and I'm talking to you. I'm gonna talk right in the fucking camera on this one. Okay. I'm gonna get nice and close on this one. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna share I'm gonna end this sh- this share right now just so I can get nice and close because I know mm-hmm. the answer to this hurdle right now. The answer to this hurdle is misery business by Paramore. And if yes. you thought hurdle that David over here <laughs> of the crunchy beat was gonna let that song just go past me when that song was part of my childhood i will put you can put up and edit a picture of me back in like 2010 and you think that oh, yeah. this kid right here would <laughs> let that get past me off the first try that's the one of the most iconic pop punk intros of all time and you think you would just let that get past me the absolute disrespect hurdle just put on david's name the it's ab- absolute, it's appalling that's unbelievable and you know what the best part is it's one second and half the second was silence. I only yeah. needed the other half because I know that intro so well. You could have done gonna, it with less. I, I know. And I'm just going to throw this back on here just so that uh, you mm-hmm. can see that the answer, Misery Business by Paramore. Right so, fucking there! A virtuoso performance. A virtual... Ah, so fucking good. I feel bad. I love I love that but song. Also, that song is so good. 2007 so right hard. there. Yeah. And if you would like to see that is uh 2 for 2 on the first try, first guess. That in right. a thousand, baby. That in a thousand. We don't need uh, more than a second. I don't maybe. Right now we don't. That was that was way too easy. <laughs> that brings up uh my second point here, mm-hmm. which is uh there was a great comment that was just put on <laughs> our most recent Instagram that somebody commented, I won't say their name, but he just absolutely shat on the Dave Matthews post. And I thought it was hilarious. And here's why I will think it's hilarious. And I needed to bring this up because one, the fact that he was so upset at the fact that we weren't posting enough Dave Matthews band on this (laughs) podcast or as the crunchy beat is very funny to me. And the only reason why it is, 
is because yes, Dave isn't for everybody. You know, like I appreciate Dave Matthews. He is an unbelievable sure. guitarist and singer. The band is tight. The bass right. players, everybody in that band is incredible, incredible musicians. However, they haven't put a record out in probably 10 years. And if they have, <laughs> I didn't recognize it or I haven't heard yeah. it. But that being said, I, I it's not like I'm listening to Ants Marching every week and I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> that might be the crunchy beat of the day. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, so that Never. was my first point. My first point to that man is that. My they second call, point, though, and this is, I'm looking me. at you, DJ. Okay, this one's for you, okay? okay? You mentioned, you mentioned to him, I will start, you're like, I will start posting more of DMB and Hoobastank. Oh, first yeah. Of I... all, first of all, <laughs> motherfucker, I'm getting nice and close for this one. Hoobastank is not even close to being in the same category as Dave Matthews band. Okay? They are a hundred times they are a hundred times better than them. Hoobastank is awesome. Don't you disrespect them, okay? And my final part to this comments is this. And it's because I thought it's hilarious. So every time so I obviously you guys know I'm on tour, blah blah blah. Whenever we go to a gas station, which is pretty often, I mean they're buses, they can only go I, I I couldn't even give you a good guess of how many miles before we have to fill up. Um, if whatever we have to, we want to go in, grab a snack, grab a drink, whatever. We park the buses, but the problem with that is if you ever go to a truck stop gas station, you know, the, there's usually two things you see: you either see just normal cars or you see big ass right. trucks. Like when you see a tour bus come through, you turn some heads. You know what I mean? Right. Like everybody yeah. kind of. So when you get off the bus. There is probably an 85% chance that somebody over there in the gas station at a truck will ask you, what band are you with? Right, yeah. And my instinct always <laughs> is Hoobastank. And I will tell you why. <laughs> because I could tell you that you know the band Hoobastank. If I said the name Hoobastank to you, you know the band's name. However, Stop. you have zero idea of what they look like. And so <laughs> it's for hiding my identity and for hiding the band's integrity. Oh. I just always say Hoobastank. So that right there, that comment on that post triggered three things for me, which was so good. There were so many other nice comments on it. There's a ton of oh love, support, God. ton of likes on the video. It's a hilarious oh. video. It's a hilarious story about Dave Matthews. Oh, my God. But. That triggered three things for me that I was like, you know what? I have to mention this in this podcast today. <laughs> Dude, so that I, is my I, rant I, to start this podcast. I don't know. I don't know what made me pick Hoobastank other than I was just trying to think of like the most fucking goofiest band name I could think of. Uh -huh. That was also like roughly putting out music around the same time as yeah. Dave Matthews band. Yep. And and I was just trying to show that dude's age because like basically he was coming at me in the comments section for like not posting enough old shit and just like or just oh, like, OK, older shit, though, like we're talking like like 2000s rock like that's right. like specifically because we've posted like 80s 70s like yeah even some early shit before. but i just like the the idea just like the first of all that dude didn't have to say anything anything like he could have just unfollowed Not us and then, and, just, and then just quietly gone about his business but he decided to for you know file a complaint with he, the, he was yelling the out board. the door yelling yeah. out the door this as he was like leaving. 
this was an old man shakes fist at son situation yes. uh-huh. where like I just like couldn't believe that like this guy's logic was that I have shitty taste in music because I don't talk and share enough Dave Matthews band, which like I have nothing against Dave either. Neither like I'll, I. it's not my favorite, but it's not, it's not I, my I favorite, literally... but I don't I don't I don't subscribe to the whole like anti Dave Matthews band thing. No, no, like, no, no neither do all, I. Dave Matthews band has almost turned into like, it's just like a fun band to hate like yeah. Creed or Nickelback or, you know, like and all the part those. That, and the part that sucks though, is if you ever go to a show, the show is sick. Like it's like, awesome. Yeah. It's a jam. Yeah, Everybody's fucked up. It's almost like going to a country show. Like everybody's yeah, fucked up. Just enjoying Dave Matthews. Right. <laughs> it's just like, it's definitely like a weird, like niche cultural pocket that still exists. Just yeah. like Grateful Dead, just like yeah. Fish, just like a lot of bands that have, are just like uh, real big fish. Do you yeah. fucking, any Ska of those is tour. still, right. Any Ska is still guys, alive yeah. and well. In, yeah. in the music, in like niche music communities. Like people, some people just find their little, their little era of music and then they just stop. And then they just, they're happy living in that little world. Dave definitely falls. Dave Matthews band definitely falls into that category. But like, I just like, couldn't believe that this guy was just like coming out. It just was so bizarre. I love how that was the one that broke the camel's back. Yeah. Like, like that like, was out of all the things in the world. And what's like, funny is he got mad. He got mad that what like, I finally posted content that he wanted. Yeah. And he, oh, yeah. And, and he got and, mad and, at me and, 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 and then left. <laughs> and of course it's like, and it's like gotta be, it's a top, it has to be the top three most iconic, like Dave Matthews story. Like, I mean, there's some other yeah. like feel good ones, but as far as like a funny, fun fact yeah. about it, it is so good. Um, yeah. The fucking party anecdote. Like it's just hilarious. It's, yeah. It's a fun fact. Bring that, tell that to your friend every, anytime yeah. they mention Dave Matthews band, just, it's yeah. a funny thing to just say. Yeah, um, just just like did you know Dave Matthews band gave a whole bow to Cleveland Steamer? Like that shit's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Chicago okay? Steamer, Chicago Steamer. Yeah, That's excuse me. Yes, yes, of course. It's been changed to Chicago <laughs> yes, Steamer now. Yes. Of course. Uh, but, but yeah, no, I thought I, I love that. So that was all, that- also to those who didn't see my video. Maybe there might be some listeners that don't know. Just a quick recap. Yesterday was August eighth, and on yeah. August eighth, famously, the Dave Matthews band tour bus. Uh, the driver, not Dave Matthews band. They had nothing to do with this, but the yeah, driver. Might be, I, don't, I think it might have even been a crew bus of the. Like, yeah, you know it, what I mean. It like, was, it, it's yeah. not specific. They were like that. not. They were the only thing that affiliates them with Dave Matthews band is that it was that it was holding. It was their, on that tour. Their metaphorical and literal shit. So like, the bus, and, and then they're in Chicago, and Chicago famously has the Chicago River rolling through it, as David knows, of course, because he grew up there. But the bridges that they have there are like metal graded you know bridges there's holes in them so that the liquids can drain through them so that water damage doesn't happen over the course of time it just makes them stronger and more durable so the bus driver had the bus over one of those graded bridges and then emptied 800 pounds of septic fluid and shit and piss underneath the bridge to dump it into the river at the same time there was a 120 person like tourist boat sightseeing boat that was going under the bridge and 800 pounds of shit were rained down on top of this open seating fucking sightseeing boat. And that's that's fucking hilarious. I don't care oh, who you are. That it is, is absolutely it, it is hilarious. hilarious. And the best and, and for those that and there was a couple comments that were like, oh, like 800 pounds. That sounds like that seems like a little bit of a stretch. And I, I, I would <laughs> I would like you to go on a tour bus and just yeah. like see how much room there is like under, but also right. the fact that like 
800 pounds of like liquids and like being stored like in there is actually not that much. Like that really right. isn't like a lot. So it just happens to just be that. Like that's yeah. just what it is. Like the septic tanks aren't like they're big, but like you got to realize too, like if you went down into your plumbing and all that, like 800 pounds would be like literally fucking yeah. a small micro of what right. we're talking about. Yeah. Um, but yes, so. it's an unbelievable story. And it was, yep. it's so good. And it was so good that somebody got mad at that. And I'm very happy with that. <laughs> it's just so weird. It was weird. just so weird. I had fun with <laughs> that. Usually, all- usually I don't, I usually don't fuck with hate comments. Cause it just like, I don't, I think it's a waste of my time. But that one was just so like I so couldn't good. tell. I, at one point, I thought he was joking, yeah. And but then like he really did unfollow me, which and so like I guess he wasn't joking. But just like that whole interaction was so good. Yeah, so good. Um, Fucking hats off to that guy. But uh, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw a little wrench in this right now. Um, so I don't know if you have a question or not, but I thought that this was a great idea because I was listening to Spotify and. Uh-huh. I thought it would be kind of a fun thing to do. So if you would like to open up your Spotify right now. Okay. And I think a fun thing we can do that I'll randomly throw out in some of the podcasts is mm-hmm. for you and I to talk about our top five on repeats right now. What is on oh. your top five on repeat right now? Okay. Let's no see. line. No, no don't, line. don't go down. And I, I'll right. start with mine because okay. I am going to say... Oh, it's, it's, a little, it's kind of fun, right? Like you kind of look at it. You're like, oh, shit, I have been listening to that a lot. Well, my top five could be a good segue. OK, rock and roll. Let's do it. So I'm going to I'm going to go from five to one. So number five is Bruised by Jack's Mannequin. Uh, that's nice. a fucking uh, if you don't know who Jack's Mannequin is, it's a it was a guy named uh, Andrew McMahon who has his own solo project, Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness. And he was also part yeah. of a band called Something Corporate. It was really cool. Uh, they're awesome. Uh, and that song, I don't know how, has just been stuck in my head. Um, just a little, uh, uh, if you don't know what the on repeat is on your Spotify, basically what it does is that every every day Spotify updates how often you are listening to a song. So like if you're mm-hmm. listening to whatever, anything, like a bunch of times, it'll put it on this. And as it grows and grows over the next 30 days, it'll start switching up. Your playlist will go all over the right. place. So this is based off of how many times I've listened to it. And I don't have the number of what it is, but I've listened to that song a lot, allegedly. Uh, my number four song <laughs> is uh, You're So Last Summer by Taking Back Sunday. Um, another 2003 uh, pop punk song, uh, which is whatever. I like pop punk, sue me. <laughs> uh, number three is Holiday by Turnstile, which nice. is fucking awesome because Turnstile little, is so a little, sick. Little more pop, a little more punk, a little less pop. Yeah, that's a, that's a little more hardcore. So yeah. I'll give him that. Uh, number two is the song called Platypus by Green Day, which is the most one of the most punk Green Day songs they have. And that song okay. is just so in your face. They have this great line where uh, in the bridge of it, where uh, uh, Billy Joe just like literally just starts na- just just starts doing swear words. He's just like dickhead, <laughs> fuck face, pot smoking, motherfucker. <laughs> that's literally like oh, the whole yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, so that's an old. I Blink One Eighty Two did the same thing for yeah. one of their songs as well, and it's an old George Carlin joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah. and it's uh, but yeah, it's a great punk, a punk song. It's like two minutes, two minutes twenty one seconds. You'll be done with it, no problem. And you're ready for my number one. And this is kind of why yes. I wanted to do it because you're like, ah, oh, I can figure out what your number one is right now based off of what you just said. And 
you won't. And it is physical <laughs> by Dua Lipa, bitches. <laughs> Let's get physical. Uh, that song that is a fucking banger. Curveball. Curveball. That song is a future nostalgia. It's got to be one of the best pop records of yeah. the last five years. And this, dude, she's so good. Like, so fucking good. We have um, a we have Dua Lipa in common on our top five. Yes. Yes. I'll, oh, I'll, rock and roll. That'll okay. Be, that'll be the. That's just, that's a good the, segue. Uh, All right, let's yeah. go. Let's see what we got. What's the uh, top? Okay, five? I'm gonna start from one and go to five. Though. Okay. All right. Okay. So my according to Spotify, my on repeat top five songs right now. Number one, take a chance. Domi and JD Beck featuring okay. Anderson Pack off of Not Tight, the album that just came out not too long ago. I'm obsessed with that song yeah i I can't get enough of it it's just such a great blend of jazz and r&b and soul and like it's got domi and jd beck with their vocals as well and they're you know they haven't really they don't really do a ton of singing so it's really cool to hear them harmonize and then pack of course is pack so like love lovely song wonderful track um number two is sunshine by steve lacy off of his new album jim and jim and i writes i Sunshine and Bad Habit are Bad Habit is just outside my top five at number six. So like I was a big like I said when we talked about that album, I didn't love like I thought the album complete like accomplished what it was trying to accomplish. But I mm-hmm. think as a whole album, I'm just revisiting those two singles really. Yeah. Um and then at number three is a track called Want You by Hot 22. And this yep. is an interesting track. Uh, it's an old French house song. And there's something about the melody in that song that just absolutely speaks to me. And on such a personal level, that's hard to put into words. It just, it's just one of those things. It just fits my wavelength really, really well. And it's a song that I've, I've had in my arsenal since like college, since like 2012, 2013. And every once in a while, it creeps up in my life, and I and I just consume it voraciously, mm-hmm. and and until like it goes away for a little while, and then comes back in like six months or so. Uh, yeah. So I've, that's been on re, on on the uh, the old loop lately. All right, at number four is a song called "Night Ten by Taku off of his beat tape uh, "Twenty Five Nights for uh, New Jobbies" uh, or "New Jobbies." I always forget how to pronounce his name, but um, I think Taku. So Taku is on a as uh on Taku is one of the producers from uh, the Selection music label, and you know how big of a fan I've been of Selection, just like yeah. throughout our friendship. And this beat tape, I think, is one of the most underappreciated beat tapes like ever produced. Taku is a masterful producer, especially when he's trying to uh, elicit emotion in his music. He's very good at at communicating emotion through his production. Mm. Um, and then at number five, we have Potion by Calvin Harris featuring Dua Lipa and Young Thug um, off of Funk Wave Bounces Volume 2. Which and is so, a great segue I into that you. record. <laughs> I because, told you. <laughs> because uh, uh, but this is the only album that we thought was cool to talk about honestly this week like there yeah. i mean there's there's some other things that came out but like honestly there, there wasn't the hype around this record um is uh, again pretty like a lot like it is yeah. um and i think that the problem with nowadays is that when the first one came out um people were very underwhelmed by it so when he had no when he announced the second one people yeah. had a little more hope again yeah and i will start off by talking about this um yeah 
let's see. I thought it's super stagnant. I honestly, I thought that there were a lot of songs that like, honestly could have been the same song. Like if yeah. you, if you get lost in the, in the, in the track list a little bit, like if you just have it on in the background, you mm-hmm. might just notice that they're just as different singers. And like, cause yeah. honestly, in my opinion, there were a lot of, a lot of the beats, uh, weren't far off from each other. A lot of the melodies weren't far off from each other. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of dynamics to this record. Um, as far as it being an easy listen, of course it's easy. I mean, it's like, I mean, this is the most star studded. I mean, this is yeah. literally, this is literally a fucking uh, DJ Khaled record. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's just like everybody and their mother is on this. So, yeah. um, but there were some stuff that stood out. I mean, uh, I really appreciated uh, the song Obsessed with Charlie Puth. And the, here's why, because uh, Charlie uh, went on Jimmy Fallon uh, to do a uh, some like song thing that he does, like whatever. It's like it's like a randomizer of like, oh, oh what if so-and-so yeah. did this and yeah, played I this like song? And so he did uh, Michael McDonald, the Doobie Brothers. He does an impression of <laughs> like that. Yeah. And apparently he he just put out a TikTok about how he actually used that voice for that song. Like, so it's not like he oh, really? was actually singing. Yeah. So if you go back and listen to it, you'll be like, why does Charlie sound a little different? It's because he was trying to do that. And I thought that that's, was fucking cool. I thought that was really yeah, that's cool. pretty cool. Um, second song that I really liked uh, was, uh, where is it? Uh, Ready or Not with Busta Rhymes. Dude, Busta Rhymes is just cool. Like that guy is fucking cool. He's been on a tear lately, man. Busta Rhymes I know. on everything. I love it. Uh, and then actually the two songs that I was actually like very, very, like, I really, really liked, like, honestly, if, if you, if you played me, uh, songs one through 12 without anybody singing, I probably couldn't know the difference between any of the songs realistically, Mm -hmm. cause they, they all just kind of had some kind of, you know, like lo-fi, you know, funk beat to it which is cool like and it's super raw um but lean on me with sway lee the guitar solo in that is fucking awesome that yeah. tone in that song is fucking cool and uh the last song day one with pharrell and Pusha t Pusha t's verse in that is so sick like that is yeah. so 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 good um but yeah overall i gave it i gave it a 6.1 like i i on i I, yeah. I i was almost i it was almost a five nine it was literally like hovering around a five and then the last two songs, I like, kind of saved it a little bit because those songs have a lot to it. And yeah. I wasn't expecting a song with Sway Lee to have a guitar solo in it. And right. it did. And I thought that was super cool. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my take on it. Yeah. I mean, that's that you, you hit a lot of it like right on the head for sure. I think, um, you know, Funk Wave Bounces Volume One is famously a very, it was, it was famously a slow burn album, mm-hmm. you know uh a lot of the tracks that and it's not a good album from top to bottom either like the reason why funk wave bounce and it it, the reason why funk wave bounces is as popular as it is is mainly because of two singles on the album and the rest of it and the rest of it just kind of carries its own weight Mm -hmm. um so i'm curious to see how funk wave bounces volume two uh ages like see how well it, it it ages over time and maybe it gets a little bit better and we see which ones of these if any of these singles become the you know the next slide even though that song is like so stupid good i don't think oh, that song so honestly hold it i will say that it. that song potion has 93 million plays on it and right. i mean I know that's a single but i mean that's that's pretty impressive for right what it is 
there's like there's a couple of good standouts. Personally, obviously, Potion is a big. Fa- I'm a big fan of. Potion. Yeah, that's a I good thought one. it was a good, a good track. I I thought the other sync lead single, New Money with Twenty One Savage, didn't yeah. love it. Yeah, I thought it was a. I thought it was weird pacing. It makes sense that he put it in the front of the album. It's you know track number two, so it makes sense from well, it's like ba- a it's basically standpoint. the first one to be honest. I mean, he just has a right, little intro one to be honest, right? Because yeah. intro is like the intro is like forty seconds, so basically yeah. it's the first track on the album, and it sets a, it sets a very slow tone where the rest of the album you know picks it up eventually. Um, yeah. but it didn't. I didn't. I didn't love it. Um, but I was actually shocked to see that Potion was in my top five because I thought for sure. Stay with me was going to be in my top five. Oh, because yeah, that that song, that, yeah, that that song wasn't, me, yeah, yeah. Stay with me. It was Justin Timberlake, Halsey, and Pharrell. And what I really liked about it, um, I thought it was the catchiest track. I thought Halsey has the catchiest uh, hook on the on the song. I think she really like, yeah. Right, I guess it's a chorus. Um, I think she like really kind of gives that song a little bit of of zhuzh you know a little bit of color totally um, totally and i and i liked that it was uh like eight to nine was basically you know because it's stay with me and then stay with me part two and i like the yeah. beat switch into part me two too. and i liked that it rolled into itself like that and that was probably like that's a good five ish minutes of the record i that was like probably my favorite five minutes of the record was those two songs right there together um as far as the other tracks go you know i i didn't love them you know, I thought yeah. it was fine. I thought it was a good album, you know, top to bottom. I'm probably not going to revisit the whole record, um, but I can definitely see myself revisiting uh, a couple singles that I, I really liked on it for sure. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think the one thing, again, with that, the song Lean On Me with Sway Lee is that um, there were a lot of bass, bass, keyboard, synth, heavy beats to this. Yeah. So like you really, the things that really stood out were that and that was the one song as a guitar player that I thought really shocked me a little bit um because Calvin is now at the point in his career where he is making a lot of stuff live right like he's making a lot of right. you know instruments a lot of track recording his live recordings of stuff which I think is really really cool from a guy that came from the EDM side and right. became like straight so and doesn't it's have re- to do that stuff. And he doesn't have he doesn't have to do this whole he record at all. So I so I really appreciate that he is stepping out of his comfort zone or maybe it is, this is his comfort zone, but like I it really appreciate that the stuff that got him big is he's going away from that, which I think is really cool and it's really nice that yeah. he put a solo into a song that literally is supposed to be like a funk right. lo-fi super easy to listen to. Right. You know, and I thought, and the tone again. The tone I can't get away from that tone. I, I'm I'm actually yeah. going to revisit that because I would love to copy yeah. that tone because it's really cool. And like you know me, like I love funk and disco. Like yeah. I love those two genres. Like it's rarely am I going to find like the reason why I liked this album is because it pretty much caters to my favorite subgenres. You know, mm-hmm. like disco is like one of my favorite genres of music like of all time i can't yeah, I mean, you just sent me guy. a disco track he just sent me a that's disco what i'm track saying today. right i sent you a disco track my favorite kind of electronic music is french house that's yeah. disco that's disco sampled house music like i love disco and so i like this record because it's a it's a disco record it's a tangible you know textured disco record and with a bunch of huge names on it and like that i'm down with that like that's why i was excited to begin with 
mm-hmm. that's why I, I, you know, I like it. I like the record just fine, but I'm genuinely curious to see how it ages and see if it ages like Punk Wave Bounces Volume One did. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, overall, I mean, it was good. It was, it's, it's fine. It, there were, like I said, there were the parts that for me that saved it were the last two tracks, but I mean, hey, it's, you know, if you love it, you love it. That's, that's right. Doesn't bother for me. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, we didn't really have a whole lot, but I mean, I, there's a couple of things I just wanted to talk about, to be honest. So we're going to, this is going to be a shorter one, uh, a shorter episode, but yeah. as we always do, we would like to end the episode with our crunchy artist of the week. Um, and I know cumulatively we can say ASAP Ferg. Um, so that will, that's going to be mm-hmm. ours together because mm-hmm. we, I stumbled upon that record for some, I don't know why. I honestly don't know why I stumbled upon the record, um, Trap Lord. But yeah, that record, if you have not listened to it and you love, Playboy Cardi, any any new trap guy, like this is this is where, in my opinion, like a lot of that came from. And his flow is very, it, it's just it's so good. The record is so good. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's see here, my country ugh, crunchy artist of the episode is where is it? I want to talk about where are they? Uh. Oh, these guys. Uh, so for me, I. What's a good way of putting this? I love your 60s, 70s uh, rock music, right? Or like, I don't even know if right. it's considered. I don't know if this is maybe this was considered a rock at the time, but that age of just super raw swing dancing but not like elvis rock and roll you know what i mean like that little like yeah. that step back and uh it's this band called jay and the americans and yeah. they are super cool they have this song called this magic moment that i've just been obsessed Wait. with recently this magic, magic moment. moment yeah that one was it a yeah. sandlot uh, yes, when, right when yeah. uh, right uh, when 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 Squint sees Wendy Peppercorn. That's right. This magic, magic moment. moment. Yes. So you already, if you've seen <laughs> the Sandlot, you know who I'm talking about. But if you really just want like really good, feel good, like Beach Boys esque yeah. style some, of music, like just super cool. Like I mean, these yeah. guys are like. It's just it, it's a fun it's a fun easy thing like you'll find yourself just like moving your hips like swaying back and forth to a lot of the stuff yeah. um and it's really good. So Jay and the Americans uh I would recommend either just doing uh I actually just go to the uh they have a record called the Complete United Artists Singles and they just it's all their singles all their big hits. So just nice. listen to that you'll get a whole idea of what they're about. Uh they're super cool. So nice. Jay and the Americans. All right. My crunchy artist of the episode, I'm going like kind of the opposite direction. I'm going present day artist, um, but very small. One of the smallest artists I've found uh, that I I think has some unbelievable potential. Um, His name is Lucid Jason, and it's one word, Lucid Jason. He has 73 monthly listeners. Fuck, on yeah. Spotify and he's small. I'm talking small, small, but every single song that this guy has sent me over the last few months has absolutely shown so much potential. 
He's definitely still it's it's a raw talent. He's got a lot to work on, but just from like a emotional standpoint and just like kind of putting his own personal stamp on his sound, I think it's got legs. And so I would highly recommend going and checking out Lucid Jason on Spotify. His top three songs that just come over, No Limit Baby and For the Sky. Boom, boom, boom. Those are my three songs that I have liked by him. Those are the three ones that he sent me. He's made our shit's got potential playlist every month of the last three months. So the guy's got juice. So I checked him out for sure. So that's my crunchy artist of the episode. Oh, I love it. I love it. That's a, that's a good one, actually. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go like listen it. to him right now, actually. After this episode's done, that's what I'm throwing on. I, I hyped up. Oh. I hyped him up. Now I want to listen to him. <laughs> now you want to listen to him. I fucking love it. Yeah. Um, I am one of those 73 monthly listeners. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully there's more after this episode. Yeah, you know, that'd be that's, cool. That was some good hype. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, like, I mean, there's, and as far as like new reviews and stuff like that, we're going to talk about, I mean, there's not a whole lot that, I as catching my eye of stuff that's coming out, like not till the end of the month, at least. Like there's you know, DJ... a uh there's a JID album coming out. Soon. Okay. All right. That's a good I know that DJ Khaled is at the end of the month, and I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, you gotta listen, you have to listen to a DJ Khaled. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, you know you, you know we have to. You know we have to. But like there's some cool stuff, I like smaller stuff, but yeah, I mean, there's a couple singles that are coming out, you know, like, but you know. I don't really like talking about singles because I'd rather yeah. listen to a whole thing. And we've talked about this a thousand times, but if we know an album's coming out, I'd rather not listen to all six singles that come out. I'd rather just listen to the record um, that comes out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, um, but that's just me. Well, yeah, it's a shorter episode, but hey, we wanted to talk and we thought that it would be a good idea to, you know, throw something back, back to back weekends. So, yeah. back to back weeks, I should say. Not next, next episode gonna be a little bit different actually oh yeah yeah it's either it's either the next episode or the next next episode well right? if, we, if we record again next week no i was talking then... well yeah i guess you're right no i guess you're yeah. right okay yeah the next episode's gonna be visually it's gonna be a little bit visually different, different um quality not so much um, cause whatever, <laughs> I'm just kidding, yeah. but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll save that. We'll save that. We'll keep people on the, our toes for that. So yeah, super excited for that episode. But, uh, mm-hmm. for now, like we always say, leave us a comment, tell us what we did right. Hope mm-hmm. we didn't do too much wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, drink, drink some water. Lots of it. It's hot out yeah. there. People it's relax nice your room. shoulders. Call Breathe your mother. Out. Tell someone you love them. Mm-hmm. Bye. All right. Bye DJ. <laughs>